If I could describe to give my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanca. the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And you know I'm enthusiastic that you decided to join me, right? If it is your first time joining me on the Get My Life Tour, welcome. You are here on purpose. I believe that. And if you are back because you have been on tour with me before, thank you so much for being consistent and showing up for yourself. This is all about you. This is about us. Us being a collective, us going throughout life together, us getting our lives together and making it count. So welcome to the Get My Life Tour again. I am here in Harlem. Y'all know I always travel, but I end up in Harlem for my solo episodes. And I am so excited to be taking center stage this week. Last week's episode was incredible. Okay. I actually want to give you a snippet of last week's episode just in case you did not catch it. So here it is. Check it out. Um, How to be happy by yourself. Like all of those things actually matter because you cannot, you know, you have to bring your whole self into a relationship. You can't be confused about what you want or who you are um, and what you need. Um, So for me, it was more about doing that work and, and, you know, finding out, you know, understanding who I am. Elise was incredible. We talked about the man of your dreams plus one in the feedback, in the comments. Everything has been incredible. Elise was so vulnerable on the last stop of the tour. And it was incredibly important for me to talk about something with her that I was so curious about. So as she shared her experience, I most definitely got a lot of the answers to the questions that I had about the potential of being in a relationship with a man, with a child, and all that entailed. So shout outs to Elise for that. And I hope that you take the time to go and listen to that episode if you have not. I want to be able to give you all more recaps before I kick off at each and every um, stop on the tour, just so that you know, you know what you missed out on um, and what you can look forward to. But yes, I'm so excited. It felt so good to be taking the center stage with you all because I really have had so much going through my mind lately. I have experienced a number of challenges and I often feel like being and becoming who I am is exciting, but it also requires me to always be present, but also to be very intuitive and introspective. And one of the things that has been pressing on me and weighing on my heart lately is this idea of making it through the crowd. Not because I have celebrity status, but because I often am so laid back, so reserved. I am so chill. I'm now, I'm, I'm goofy, I'm loud, I'm very reserved at times. But I've been thinking about making it through the crowd. And there was an event that I went to that was incredible. I went to CultureCon. CultureCon is an experience 
created for creatives of color, creators of color. And it was incredible. I don't know how many thousands of people were in a room, but the room was packed. At some points, it was standing room only. And when I am in environments, especially around other black creatives, I am so fired up. Like I just receive all of the enthusiasm and recharging that I need, but I'm also very mindful of how I operate in those spaces because there are people and you never know what their intentions are for attending, you know, the event for being in a room myself. I was there, um, to, you know, cover the event, even though I was not on assignment, I just felt like it was, you know, something that I could do. And, I wanted to connect with people. My The intention that I set for being in the room was to really connect with people in a real way. And I set that intention and that's exactly what happened. So even though this isn't like a commercial spot for CultureCon, I just want to shout out that entire team because they did a, a, an incredible job at building community. And the people who were there were lovely. I met so many dope people who I am looking forward to being connected to. And it was just a great experience hearing and seeing, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross, Regina King, Kiki Palmer, Dave East, Kofi. Oh my gosh, that man is handsome. Okay. I was like, whoa. But there were so many dope people who took the stage and I had a lot of great moments with people in a real way offline. You know, social media is what it is. I am pow- I'm grateful for the powerful tool that it is. Uh, but at times I'm very critical of how people choose to engage on those platforms. Um, and it really made me think being in the room yesterday really made me think about making my way through the crowd. I had people coming up to me like, oh, Lydia, I see you. You're a little celebrity. Da, 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 da. Or, oh, yeah, you here with it. Oh, I see you. Oh, you know, everybody. And I was just like, hey, y'all, like, it's me. What up? Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm shy. I'm fake shy, y'all, but I really am shy. I'm like an ambivert, meaning I'm like half extrovert half introvert but I do really well like in crowds but sometimes I just really want to unplug anyways google ambivert and it was really surprising to me that people were receiving me that way because as I entered that space I just looked at the room and how big it was and I became very calculated on how I was going to or as to how I was going to navigate that room and navigate the crowds you know so much of that space was crowded at times and I was just like oh my gosh like okay do I sit in the front I have a media pass do I sit in the middle of the crowd should I stand off to the side maybe sometimes I should be standing Um, I'm not gonna go into the green room because I really don't have much to say to the people who are going to be taking center stage I'm not doing any interviews I don't feel like being a VIP because I want to engage with people and not be so far removed and watching everyone else like I've arrived and I have nothing else to learn or can't be, um, excuse me, or can't benefit from someone um, or being connected to them, right? It was really important for me to rub elbows. It was really important for me to share, you know, the experience with others online. But I wanted to also practice being present in that space. So one of the ways that I do that is by remaining 
low key. I am, you know, connected to a lot of people who are doing dope things. I myself do dope things as well. But one of the things that came to me yesterday was that how you show up in spaces, you know, I know this to be true, but it is so important. So many people make being in the room about them. And while setting intentions is about you, I think that it is extremely important to remember that if you were invited to a space, you were invited to a space. If you were assigned a task because you were invited into a space, it is important for you to operate with a sense of urgency and complete whatever assignment you are tasked with. And if you are someone who has invested in being in a certain space, it is important to have a plan on how it is that you are going to be strategic and calculated in your dealings. You know, you want a return on whatever the investment was that you made. And looking at how people were operating was really an out-of-body experience for me yesterday. I mean, the people looked incredibly dope, okay? I mean, Every season of fashion was in the room. We had throwbacks. We had futuristic looks. The hair was popping, nails, boots, men's attire. I mean, everyone looks so sharp, y'all. I'm trying to like create this black um, excellence picture in your mind because that's exactly what it was. So many black and brown people just, we looked good, okay? You can see the pictures on my Instagram at Lydia T. Blanco. But like I said, this is not solely based on my experience at CultureCon, as great of an experience as it was. But being in that space really put a lot of things into perspective for me. So yes, do, you know, check out that event next year when it comes back around. But also um, stay plugged in because today's conversation is extremely, extremely key as we take center stage in our lives, as we show up, as we practice vulnerability, and as we continue on this Get My Life tour. Okay, so when I think about making it through the crowd, one of the first things that comes to mind is the woman in the Bible with the issue of blood and the way that she made her way through the crowd that she was in at the time to get to Jesus, right? To get to the Messiah. And I think for a number of women who are Bible-believing women and followers of Christ, this is one of those examples scripturally where we are like fired up by a woman who got what she wanted, right? There are so many different stories of women in the Bible where they are being betrayed, where they are being just marginalized and not seen as worthy, right? And I think we think, oh, women are so weak and this and that and that as it relates to Christianity. But she is someone who made her way to the crowd and got what she want, right? So in Matthew and Luke, it talks about this woman with this issue of blood for a number of years who made her way through the crowd, touched the hem of Jesus's garment and was healed, right? So she had this transaction 
And he wanted to know, like, who touched me? And she was like, it was me. And he was like, word. And she was like, yep. And she was healed. Now, that was my version. Clearly, there is no, <laughs> there isn't a Lydia version of the Bible, but there is someone named Lydia who is extremely dope in the Bible. So shout outs to her. But I think about that, right? And what what else comes to mind is, you know, your intentions to getting to the front. Right. Not even skip scripturally speaking, but whenever I go somewhere, whether it's a concert or an event, a classroom setting or whatever the case may be, there are people whose intentions are to always get to the front. You know, and those people are always perceived as early. They're perceived as eager or ready to learn. They are perceived as just very astute, right? Or ambitious, whatever other adjectives you can think of. We all have either been that person or we all know that person. And some of us just are not on time, right? So we just will never make it to the front. And that's fine. You know, it is what it is. But when I think about making our way to the front or making your way through the crowd, I I just want to know, like, what intention or set an intention as to why you want to be in the front and like why getting to the front row is so important. I don't know if you want a better seat, a better perspective, or whatever the case may be, more access. But in addition to setting an intention, excuse me, on getting to the front, I think that is also to be mindful of how you get to the front. Right. So I was thinking about this a lot and I began to write some things down. And, you know, if you're at a concert, yes, you want the best seat in the house, but sometimes the best seats in the balcony. Right. Um, Or off the side of the stage, you know, the front row is not always the best seat, Um, especially if you're in a movie theater. We've probably 90 percent of us have been there when you got too late, when you got to the theater too late and you find yourself looking up the entire time. (laughs) Your eyes hurt because it's too close. Um, Your neck is tired. And you're just like over the experience, right? But, you know, just something to think about. But your attitude when making it to the front or making your way through the crowd is so important. You know, I watch the way people operate and the way that people work. And I am someone who is like so not willing to push myself to the front no matter how badly I want it. And it's not pride. It's not ego. I don't know what it is. There's just always been something about me that's just like, if it's for me, it is for me. If I want it, I will be on time. But if there's someone like throwing something from a stage or, you know, telling everybody to run up, like unless it's a blessing, I'm not going for it. You feel me? I've participated in a number of altar calls and there have been time where I have not participated because there is a certain level of discernment required when making your way through the crowd. Sometimes you have to stay clear so that other people can get what it is that they need. You don't always have to be the one rushing to the front just because you are anticipating what it is that may be given away. Because if it's not for you, you've wasted time. So... Look, I'm not trying to be too preachy, but all of these things come to mind as I think about making your way through the crowd because 
because everything is not for you. I believe there are moments where we are supposed to be upfront. There are moments where we're supposed to, you know, fall back a little bit so that we can have perspective. And it's also important to, you know, look out into the crowd, look to your left, look to your right and see who's standing around you so that you can be mindful of who needs something at the time. Even if it's just a matter of you stepping out of their way, you know, um, it's man, y'all, I'm not blown away by my own words, but I'm visualizing a crowd. I'm visualizing crowds that I've been in before. And sometimes, you know, you have to be very vigilant and mindful of the space that you are occupying and know when and when not to move. Right. Which also makes me think about, you know, your attitude when making your way through the crowd. I am very eventful. And it's always so interesting to see how people respond to other people around them. Or it's, or, you know, it's always interesting to see how someone acts when they're trying to make their way through a crowd. You know, sometimes people are just extremely attitudinal or they're polite. I I like to say that I'm polite, right? I'm just like, oh, excuse me. I'll tap somebody, hey. Um, Or sometimes if you like, you just got to really make your way, like you know how you've been at an event um, in a club or whatever the case may be, and you like start, you know, positioning your body to the left. You're like, okay, how can I make myself more narrow? How can I get this through? How can I, you know? Um, But people's attitudes change when they have to make it through a crowd. And I, I thought about this and I was like, okay, so what would be like the three personality types. Um, and I'm laughing right now because I've been thinking about all the ways I've made it through crowds. Like I've used my height as an advantage. I'm like, excuse me, do you mind if I stand in front of you? Cause like, you know, you're taller. You're like, Oh yeah, you got it. Or I'm like, okay, if I tiptoe to the left, okay, I can make it. Or you start holding your fr- ladies, you know, we are good for holding our friends hands while navigating through crowds. I most definitely have grabbed a friend, a line sister, a cousin, my sister, my mama and them, everyone's hand. You know, I'm like, here, give me your hand. And you begin to pull them through with you. And how people navigate crowds can also um, can also impact the way that you respond to them, right? We've all been bumped too hard. And it's like, okay, bro, you could have just said, excuse me. You know, you ready to knock if you buck just because somebody ran into you. But all these things, like all of these things are factored in when making it through a crowd um, or standing in one, right? Um, so when I think about the three different, you know, personality types um, or characteristics When navigating a crowd, you know, I think about those who are strategic, those who might not be as integral, and then those who are unaware slash selfish. I'm going to give that a slash, right? And still make it like three. Um, And I, I, I thought about these things and these are questions that I want to pose to you as well as you make it through the crowd of your life, right? Whether it be personally, whether it be professionally or whatever. Okay. So the first question, and I've asked myself these questions as well, but the first question is, are you too pushing? And for me, I know at times you have to push your way through, 
But I think that being intentional or going for you for what you want is different than being pushy. It is very challenging to be in a space or be a person who is pushy. So to be in a space where people are pushy or to be a pushy person, or maybe it's not that difficult if you're pushy. Some people have been pushy their whole lives, will try to push you to the edge. And it's just like, oh my goodness, like, do you want to square up? Right. Um, But honestly, are you too pushy? In my life, I I think about it and I'm like, "Hmm, let me answer the question for you all. Right. Because you want to know me and I want to know you. And it's important that we have this conversation. I most definitely am someone who is encouraging. And at times I think that that is perceived as me being too pushy and having that brought to my attention at time, at times, like when I'm like, oh, do you want to eat? Or are you taking care of yourself? Hey, you know, you're supposed to do that. Ah, and da, 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 da. Um, I realized that in my encouragement at times that can look like me being pushy, right? But as it relates to crowds, I am someone who falls more along the line as someone who is strategic, right? So that's the next one. Are you looking for a way through, right? I think that it's very important to be strategic when making your way through any crowd. There's always a pathway that you can find, without being too pushing um, and still getting what it is that you want. When I think about, again, the woman who made her way to Christ, I I don't know what she did. I don't know if she crawled. I don't know what happened, but she found a way through. I always look at the heights of people's shoulders when making it through a crowd. If someone's standing close or far apart, I try to look over um, people's heads if I can see. I'm always looking for a way through. And I think it's because I never want to be in anyone else's way. And I think practice not getting in other people's way will transcend or lend itself to staying out of your own way. I have learned that navigating difficult situations um, often at times is like navigating large crowds. And when you take a, a moment to just stand where you are and form some kind of game plan or into implement some kind of strategy, you're better off than a person who is pushy because you can create a lot of problems. I know I said, are you ready to square up or knock if you buck, right? But at times, if you rub the wrong, the, okay, if you rub someone the wrong way, we all know what that can result to. And that just may show up differently in your relationships. It may show up differently um, in your workplace, just in life, right? And when I think about the crowd, Now that, you know, I'm speaking, it really is life, like navigating every moment of your life. I navigate MTA, the subway, (laughs) pretty much seven days a week, Um, six if I'm just, you know, relaxing. I'm like, I do not feel like getting on a train. But 
I have to know how to navigate those crowds while I'm on a platform and while I'm on a train, you know, walking through Midtown or if I'm home, walking through certain neighborhoods or whatever the case may be. You know, I see crowds also as personality types. How are you navigating that? How are you navigating your work environment? Are you being pushy or are you being strategic? And, you know, my last um, characteristic or personality type or whatever you would like to, you know, associate this with be in my question is, you know, are you a trickster? Meaning, are you tapping someone on the shoulder so that you can get ahead while they look the other way. That right there, like, is just unintegral. Like, so many people have done that. Think about the people who have tried to get you to literally look the other way so that they can get ahead or tap you on the shoulder like, hey, you know, um, there have been a number of instances that are probably funny to people when they yell out a celebrity's name. Um, I think about an example like Black Friday, right? When people are like ridiculously obsessed with buying stuff that they can't afford. And, you know, somebody's like, hey, look, there goes Beyonce. And everyone's like, Beyonce, oh my gosh. And they run the other direction. And the other person is like, ah, fools. And they get, you know, I don't know a 98-inch TV for $12. Um, That'd be crazy, right? Oh my gosh, that's actually a good deal. Anyways, I don't need a TV, but you get the point, right? There are a number of tricksters who you probably can identify. And if you are that person, um, maybe you need a checkup from the neck up or from the heart up, whatever the case may be. But There are most definitely people who will tap you on the shoulder so that they can get ahead while you look the other way. And navigating through crowds in that way is so, oh my gosh, that is beyond me. Like that is something that actually makes me itch. And it is something that I have seen a lot. And those people never get far. Like if the front is your ultimate goal, then I just don't think you will ever win. Like it's one thing to be in the front row and all this other stuff, but you may never have backstage access, right? You may never be on a stage yourself if one of your devices is to trick people and not have integrity while you go for what you want. So, you know, once again, are you too pushy? Are you a trickster or are you strategic? I think that those are real questions that I want to pose to you and hopefully will help you identify how you operate and navigate through a crowd um, as well as the people around you. Okay, so let's touch on that a little bit. It is important to have people around you who are integral as you go throughout life. You know, sometimes everyone can't go with you, but sometimes we bring people with us who we think can help us get us to the next level or they've been good at X, Y, and Z. So they are there for the ride. But I really want you to think about who the company you keep are like or is, is or are. Okay, we just gonna have a moment right here and the grammar police can correct me later. But I really think that it is important for me where I am 
in my life, in my walk, on my journey, on my Get My Life tour. I am very mindful of the people who I keep around me. I have a number of acquaintances, uh, a number of associates, and very few friends. Um, and I've become more okay with that. And the reason why is because, you know, everybody can't go with you. And I don't think that you can bring, you know, certain people into certain spaces or certain crowds. It's hard to navigate spaces or crowds with people who are either complacent, those who are willing to do anything to get to the front, and those who just have like no sense of agency or urgency, right? When I think about the way I've seen some people operate and the way they've put other people on, I'm like, oh my gosh, I never want to be put on that way. Or I never want to make it through the crowd that way because while it was quick, it may be quick and dirty. And I don't want to be associated with anything that is quick and dirty. I, I want to just, you know, make my way, progress to the front row. I want to make it backstage. I want to have that kind of access. And I also want to be invited to be center stage, right? And that's just the kind of person I am. And now those are just my personal preferences on how it is that I want to navigate the crowd. You know, there are so many people who will look at you like you shouldn't be in a certain space because they see you as competition and that has nothing to do with you. Or there are people who think that they can do something for you and really have no access. And there are those who are like, actually like, hey, come to the front, right? Don't you love those moments when there are large crowds and the person on the stage sees that one person who caught their eye and then everyone makes room for them to get where they have been called to be? When I think about the Get My Life Tour, that is the experience that I long for all of us to have. You know, of course, to be center stage, right? But also to be called up front. Like for me, this experience that I'm able to create in the form of this platform is me calling you all to the front. I'm like, hey, I see you come to the front. Whether you are, you know, center stage with me in the form as of being a guest or, you know, a special co-host or as listeners, you know, I I really, I really appreciate y'all. Okay. Let's just have a moment. I appreciate you and I appreciate you showing up for yourself and I value you listening with your heart. This is not about me having an audience as I talk about navigating the crowd. I really don't like the the word audience, um, especially in such an intimate setting and while building community. So I just wanted to, you know, pause and say that. But yeah, all these things I think we should be thinking about as we navigate the crowds of our lives and as we make it to the front, center stage, backstage and go back on the road and journey and get the experiences throughout life that we need as we are called back to ourselves and made whole and, you know, bless others and serve others. And getting back to my point about the person seeing someone from, you know, wherever they are in the crowd from the stage, 
I just want to talk about visibility. I know I spoke about, you know, being visible and the price that comes with that a couple of weeks ago, but I really want to highlight the importance of being visible. You know, people will tell you, you know, in personal branding, you should have a unique identifier and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's a staple color or hairstyle or something that you say or whatever the case may be, right? But in being visible and having vision, I think that that is extremely key as you make your way through the crowd because it's important to see yourself in the crowd. Sometimes it's easy to get lost in the crowd. You're not sure like what everyone else is doing. Do you look good? You know, are you, is your clothes situated? Like all these random things. Like you start looking to the left and the right and like there's this instantaneous idea that comes to your mind to like compare yourselves. But I guess, you know, beyond visibility, even though I know I originally started with that point, I want to say it is important to see yourself in the crowd. It's hard because you don't have a mirror or anything like that. Um, But it is so important to know why you are where you are in the crowd. I know I spoke about intentionality, but awareness, being present is so important when you are anywhere amongst others. You know, knowing why you are where you are is so important. Taking the time to be present is so important. And, you know, I think that when you when you're present about you know, being in the crowd, it challenges you to think about where you are in life, right? There are always going to be people walking around you trying to get somewhere. But if you've ever had the experience of standing still in a crowd and being content with where you are, that is one of the most rewarding feelings when you can just be still, It is hard to be still in a crowd, a crowd of moving people, a crowd of people who may not really know, you know, why they're there. Maybe they're invited. Maybe, you know, they're there to scope out what's really going on and what this person is doing, what that person is doing. Maybe they came, you know, to mix and mingle or whatever the case may be. I know I'm like, just stay with me. Okay. But being able to be still in a crowd of people and be okay with that is is deep. Like I'm thinking about it. And I'm like trying to say everything that I, is coming to my mind. But I, I want you to like reflect on that. Like have you ever been in a crowd and be able to be still, to be unmovable, to be unshakable, to be rooted in a crowd? It takes a different kind of demeanor It takes a level of certainty that is almost unexplainable and a lot of security. It's easy to look around, see what someone else is doing, how, um, you know, someone else looks or, you know, listening to people's conversations, all these other things. But really being rooted um, while you are in the crowd, knowing that you are on your way somewhere else 
and what you are there for is extremely powerful. You know, the last point I really want to make is about self-talk, right? So I talk about being still. I talk about your attitude um, and your personality type, right? Your intentions and being seen while being in the crowd and all these other things. But I think one of the most important things while making your way through the crowd is self-talk. Self-talk is so important in life. Es muy importante, okay? What you say about yourself can be self-prophesying. It could be a manifestation or it can be a curse, right? You know, as a believer, I, I do believe that life and death lie in our tongues. And when I think about self-talk, I think about all the times that I've like talked myself out of something, have been too hard on myself, have discouraged myself or made things up. Okay. In my mind that I'm just like, y'all, I am good for making up a scenario. Okay. I am like, okay. So if you know what I'm saying, I walk outside and take my trash outside and there's a gummy bear and the gummy bear gets stuck to the bottom of my shoe. And then I like can't get the gummy bear off and I'm walking and I end up tripping because the gummy bear somehow melted and stuck to the cement. You know, it's too much. Okay. Um, so yes, power of thought, right. But also self-talk. Um, so let me get back to the self-talk part, right. I feel like self-talk is either what will get us through the crowd or it will be the thing that stops us dead in our tracks. You know, it could be that thing like we're going to make it. We're going to make this work. I know it's a lot of people. I know everybody may be taller than us. I know I'm not the the narrowest person. I know I can't walk that fast. I know that, but I'm going to make my way through this crowd because I have somewhere that I need to be. I am on assignment, right? Either you can have that kind of mentality and be strategic and intentional, or you'd be like, you know what, I'm gonna just stand right here because it ain't a point of me trying to make it through the crowd and you know, this, this, and that. Anyways, I don't feel like dealing with nobody saying, excuse me, I don't want to say excuse me a thousand times and blah, 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 or you know, I'm good right here. Anyways, like, you know, I really don't have to, you know, there is so much self talk that we have to be mindful of. Either you are speaking life or you are speaking death. Right. And that's why I say that either what we believe and say to ourselves and about ourselves will get us where we need to be or to stop us dead in our tracks. So I really encourage you to think about the ways that you talk to yourself and about yourself. And I'd also implore you to be mindful of how you speak about yourself in front of other people. Right. When making it through the crowd, because some people will. Take what you said and run with it, okay? Run with it. I mean, Usain Bolt, okay? What's your stuff? And it is so easy for people to do that. You know, people often want to tell you who you are and what your experiences have been or what you might be good at. And if you ever give them the opportunity for them to hear how you really feel, about yourself or what you really think or it may not even be what you really feel or how you really think but it just may be you know the lower vibration of yourself speaking those things from 
a place of insecurity and somebody will take that and run with it. You know, we hear things in crowds and then it turns into like a bad game of telephone. And I don't know if you've been there, but I most definitely have had things said about me. I most think most definitely have had um, things that I've said be taken out of context because somebody took what I said and ran with it. And I was just like, oh, you know what? I've learned to never give an opportunity to someone, especially as it relates to um, hmm. Especially as it relates to taking who you are and who you've called to be out of context. You know, it is so important to speak life and to manifest and be positive. Okay. Positivity is a real thing. You know, don't operate at a low vibration and expect great things. It's it's just not going to work, right? So self-talk is so important. And so the last thing I want to touch on on this stop of the tour is how you act when you make it to where it is that you are trying to get, okay? I honestly never want to have the attitude of arrival, Especially as it relates to like perfection, you know, I often say like, I have not arrived. Okay. I have not arrived. It's one of the ways that I, you know, practice humility and stay grounded because you don't know what you don't know. And there's always an opportunity to learn or be great. You know, yes, you should clap for yourself and clap for others and know what you know and be confident. That's, that's great. But how you act when you arrive is so important. Oh my goodness. It feels great to make it through the crowd and you feel accomplished. You're like, yes, I made it. We did that. Okay. Yes. All of that. Right. But then there are people who make it through the crowd and they have an attitude because it took them longer to get to where they wanted to. And it's just like, oh, man, it's almost like they're dead on arrival, right? They didn't use all this energy and enthusiasm to get there. And now it's just like, <sighs> yeah, it took long enough. It's like, whoa, all right, check your attitude, okay? Um, or, you know, some people make it to where they've been trying to get to. And, you know, it's just a moment. You're like, yo, like this happened and I'm so I'm so grateful, right? So I think it's important to think about your attitude um or you know level of confidence when you arrive, right? Is be mindful of being, you know, arrogant, of being hmm, begrudging. I'll say begrudging, right? And then, you know, being celebratory, I think it's important. How you arrive is important. And I, I just want to, I wanted to end on that because, you know, as we make it through the crowd, we are trying to get somewhere. But I think how we arrive, how we show up is important because this is the thing. People don't know what it took for you to get exactly where you are. 
all they are going to see or experience is you and how you showed up. So if you did have to push your way or have to be strategic to get to where you are, that's okay. Like, that's what you had to do. Or if you had to do whatever you had to do to make it work, okay. You know what I'm saying? Not my preference, but I, I, I hear you, feel me? But what matters is how you show up when you make it, when you arrive. And I think that that is so key. I honestly don't have too much um, tolerance for people who are, who big themselves up because they made it and they did what, you know, there are those people who are very like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I have to, and I'm just like, okay, right now you real hip hop. I need you to be a little bit more jazz and R and B. Okay. Cause I really do not care. Um, and I have, I think it's important to remember that people don't care off the time, oftentimes not to say that I'm not compassionate or heartless, or cold-hearted, but people don't often get to see the full picture, right? There are very few people who are privileged to see you navigate the world, the crowds of your life, but how you arrive is going to matter. And oftentimes, that is all that matters to people. I've been thinking about my mic drop moment, and it is this. I don't think that you can fully appreciate being center stage if you've never had the experience of being in or having to make your way through the crowd. I say that because there's a certain level of grit and ambition that it takes to really make it through the crowd of your life. And while you can do a number of things to get certain places faster. It often isn't the most rewarding thing when you arrive. There is beauty in taking your time. There is beauty in being strategic. There is beauty in the process. There is beauty in the adversity. And... Being center stage does not mean much when you haven't really had to, you know what I'm saying, like, go through. And I don't know what through is for you, but I, when I think about my life, like, there has been a lot of through. There have been a lot of processes that, or processes that I just couldn't make my way around. You know, it's easier to try to hop the little guards rail or whatever it is that they put out at concerts, right? And just like, mm, if I could just get across that little guardrail, like it'll be real popping right now. But I haven't had that luxury of going around. There is beauty in going through and that is my mic drop moment. I know I've said so many things um, and I'll just recap them, right? So as you make your way through the crowd, Self-talk is important. Visibility, your intentions, your attitude, and the way that, you know, you get through the crowd is 
is most definitely a key, right? Um, and your attitude when arriving. I am so glad that you all are tuned in. It has been incredible sitting here with y'all. I am so excited about the next stop on the tour. I have someone who is a fire cracker. Um, and I don't really want to introduce her just yet because I want to make y'all wait. So let's stay connected. Tap in on social media, the Get My Life Tour, on Instagram, on Facebook, at Get My Life Tour on Twitter. Join the Get My Life Tour backstage and visit our site, thegetmylifetour.com. More importantly, I look forward to hearing from y'all. Talk to me nice, okay? Um, but it has been incredible. I really hope that this stop on a tour, you know, helps prepare you for the crowds that you have to navigate. It has been great, and I will see you soon. Peace. <music>